scripture that was read this afternoon by Brother Bentley was the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verses 28 and 29. But to give context to the sermon, I'm going to read the same chapter, Mark, chapter 9, but I'm going to read from verses 17 through to 29. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it begins, And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answereth him, and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straight away the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. 28 and 29. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So what we see in the word of God um, this afternoon, we see um, there's a multitude um, of people, they were having discussions and almost debates. And when 
they see Jesus, a man cries out to him and says that he had brought his son um, to his disciples because his son has what the man called a dumb spirit, a dumb spirit or a spirit that made the boy moot, a spirit that was affecting the boys, not just his communication, but his whole emotional self-control. And it's, it's interesting that in those days, they discerned quite quickly if something was spiritual or if something was just you needed healing or you just needed a, a form of a medicine. This man, the boy's father knew that this was a a spiritual attack on his son. It, it, the, the father describes that whenever it takes him, it tears him up. It's like it's tearing him apart. And the boy foams at the mouth and gnashes with his teeth and pines away. And um, he said that whenever it does this, it tries to throw him into fire or throw him into water to destroy him. And the man said that he had brought his son to uh, Jesus' disciples for them to cast it out. Now remember, Jesus had already given his disciples authority. Amen. He had already given them the authority to cast out demons, to pray and lay hands on the sick, to preach the gospel. And they had done it already. And they... Um, were already doing this and that, but the man said that when they brought the disciple, his son to the disciples they could not cast this one out <clears throat> Jesus exclaims faithless generation oh faithless generation how long how long shall I be with you and how long shall I suffer you bring him to me hallelujah praise to God hallelujah bring him to me amen hallelujah the word says that they brought this little boy to Jesus and when he saw him hmm, Straight away, the the, spirit, the this foul spirit that was in this boy recognized Jesus. It said that straight away that the spirit tore at him. Hmm? The spirit tore at him or convulsed him, and he fell on the ground, and and the boy started foaming. Now, you know, to, to, for some people that would that would put fright, make people frightened to be in an environment like that where you see someone just acting so out of control some some people would even run away they would even be scared to even be near this boy and this is really the plan of the enemy to do these things so people will be intimidated and not seek to help this boy but the they said that the boy the the, the, the spirit tore him apart the boy falls to the ground and he's wallowing and foaming Jesus doesn't even bat an eyelid. He doesn't even bat an eyelid. He just simply turns to the Father. Whilst the Son is going through this, 
And he asked the father, how long has it has this as how long has it been since this came on onto him? And the father said, since he was a child. Yeah? Mm. And then the father described again how he would throw him into water, put him in danger, throw him into fire, trying to destroy him. Yeah? Mm. Jesus then says to the father, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Straight away, the father cries out with tears, Lord, I believe. Help you, my unbelief. Hmm? He said, Lord, I believe. Help you, my unbelief. And then Jesus then turns and rebukes the spirit. And Jesus says to it, or him, because de demons are personality, de Jesus says to him, you dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him and enter into him no more. No more. Into him. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. And then the word says that the spirit cried and came out of him. And the boy was lying on the floor as dead. And the people even believed that, boy, this boy looks like he's dead. But then Jesus takes him by the hand and lifts him up. And he arose. And 28 and 29, the, the focus of the sermon today, is these two verses. And it says that when he was now, Jesus, had gone to, into a house, his disciples came to Jesus privately, where so it's just the disciples and Jesus together, and they asked Jesus, why could not we cast him out? And it's a very valid question, because remember, they have been traveling throughout Jerusalem, casting out all other demons, and they've never met resistance the authority that, that God has given into his people means that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So they were speaking to um, every other principalities and powers and foul spirits yeah. and healing people. And the, the people were being delivered and people were being healed. But then they asked Jesus, why could not we cast this one out? And Jesus turned to them and said, um, this kind, this kind, let me just make this person, this kind comes forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. This kind comes out by nothing but by prayer and fasting yes before i go into the word i just want to make a point that in this scripture i'm reading from the king james version of the bible which says that this kind comes not out but by prayer and fasting and you may have other um, bible versions like the niv version or the, the the asv version the amplified version or the english standard version. Now, the, the reason um, 
those versions don't have this verse that where Jesus said this kind comes up by, by prayer and fasting. In those versions, they have this fourth comes out nothing but by prayer. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons that when I preach a sermon, I preach from the King James version because I believe the King James version is a more faithful version. These other versions like the NIV, you know, like they they the NIV has over 64,000 words that's changed from the original the, the King James version. Like 1 Colossians 1:14. 1, 1 Colossians 1:14 1, read in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins. That's the King James Version. But in the NIV, it takes out the words for his blood. It just says, in whom we have redemption, even the forgiveness of sins. And then the, a famous one, one of the ones that really made me question um, the, the, the motive behind these versions was Matthew eighteen eleven, where the whole ver- verse has been taken out the verse Matthew eighteen eleven in the King James says for the son of man is come to save that which was lost now if you turn to the NIV that whole verse is not there hmm? so <clears throat> when you I prefer when I read a sermon I know I read from the NIV I have from the King James version I have NIV, I have Amplified, I have ESV, I have different version Bibles at home, and I do read them, I do compare with them, but this one, the King James, is the one that I uh, actually preach from, is the one I prepare sermons from, Bible studies from, because I believe it's a much more faithful uh, version. And then even if I was to go a a step further, um, the NIV um, is, is owned by Zondervan Publishing. That's the publishers of the New International Version Bible. The NIV is actually the most popular version of the Bible in the world today. Yeah, so it's the one that's been pushed, and it's and it's been pushed to be more popular because they, the ministers are saying it's easier to read, it's easier to comprehend. It's this, it's that because it they don't it doesn't have D and Dao and all of these words and halves, it doesn't have words like that in it. It's, 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 a, it's like a modern English language that it's written in. So th- th- these last days ministers are encouraging their church, as when I was originally saved, the minister was encouraging the church to use NIV. So when I was originally saved, I used to, I, I went and bought NIV, because that's what the minister said we should read from not knowing what I know now, yeah? But the NIV is owned by Zondervan Publishing. And I'm going somewhere with this, with the word. I'm going to get back to the scripture very soon, but I think because of the the nature of this verse and the importance of the words of Jesus Christ, that this, this one comes forth nothing but by prayer and fasting, I have to question the motive of, of a publisher to take out the word fasting. After mm-hmm. motive, you question the motive of it, yeah? 
if Jesus is saying to us that there were certain um, uh, prayer problems and stubborn, stubborn problems in our lives, that which yeah. in times you need to be fasting about it as well. They want to take that out of Jesus' words. Mm. Yeah, These people, Zondervan, are owned by HarperCollins. And HarperCollins mm. is one of the biggest, one of the, big, the top <clears throat> five biggest publishers in the entire world, HarperCollins in America. They have, they have published the Satanic Bible. They have published books like called The Joy of Gay Sex. Yeah? So these are the owners of Zondafan who published the NIV. So I just leave that out there for you to, 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 to connect the dots, so to speak, and to wonder in the, these last of the last days, the, 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 the subtle attacks in different ways and forms that the church is under. In Revelation 22, uh, Jesus did say in his own words, he said, he testifies to every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man should add unto these words, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man take away from the words of, this, of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Amen. The word of God is, is a powerful book. It's the most important book in the entire world. And right now there are many versions that they call them this version, that version, and many things, and it looks attractive. It, it, it's a, it's a, attractive to the to the carnal side of men to, to appeal to your nature and then when you go into it you see they plagiarize the word of god to render it um, just a shadow of what god is actually saying so i just wanted to put that there as a note now going back to the word jesus said that this kind can come forth by nothing but by uh, prayer and fasting. Amen. Now, we are having a, a three days prayer and fasting actually next week uh, for three days from Wednesday to through to Friday. It's something that we do as a fellowship now regularly um, on a monthly basis um, because of <clears throat> it's important that the saints fast and pray. Amen. But why would Jesus say it's important to to, to pray and fast? Now, I'm going to look at some of the benefits of fasting. Well, when Jesus um, first fasted, it was when, when I say when he first fasted, I mean according to the scripture, he was went into the wilderness before the start of his ministry. And when he, so he wanted to fast, he wanted to draw closer to God to, to receive from God before he went out and would preach. Amen? And when Jesus went out, Satan came to him. Eh? And Satan tried to tempt Jesus. And the very first temptation was to turn stone into bread because he knew after 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus would be hungry. In fact, the scripture said that he hungered. Amen? Mm -hmm. And so Satan yeah. said, well, if you're hungry, 
you're the, you're, the, you're the son of God. Just turn this stone into bread. Hmm? But Jesus said to him, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word <coughs> that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. The fasting that Jesus is talking about um, makes the child of God rely on God. Amen. Amen. You see, the, the disciples at this time, when they were with Jesus, Jesus had also spoke when the, he was approached by John's disciples and others. He said, why don't your disciples fast? They weren't fasting because they had Jesus with them. Amen. Jesus' disciples throughout the Gospels never fasted. They fasted from when Jesus was transfigured and returned to the Father. And when they went through the book of Acts, from the book of Acts on, they fasted. But whilst Jesus was there with them, they never fasted. The disciples. Yeah? So <clears throat> when they was there, when you fast, it, it brings you to a place where you're now relying on God. You're disciplining the carnal, fleshly nature of, of, your, of the body. Fasting also helps you to be filled with the fruit of the Spirit. And this is from Galatians 5.22. You know, the, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace. It is um, long-suffering. It is gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance, you know, which is self-control. When you fast, it helps the, you to be filled with um, <clears throat> the, the, the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? And also when you fast, when you fast, yeah, it, it makes you more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Amen? Yeah. The, 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 when you fast, you become, you become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You, you become, you, you're able to discern more. You, you, you see, you know more. You, you, you're, you're sensitive to, to what God is saying in your environment more when you fast yeah. because now you're saying you want to be closer to, the, to your maker. You want to be closer to the, to the creator. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And, then, and, when you, and, and when you fast, um, fasting um, renews your strength. Mm -hmm. Because when you fast and you complete your fast, for those of you who have done fasting before, you 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 feel empowered, don't you? You feel yeah. um, strengthened. You feel renewed. Amen. It's like you're being reset. You know, just like um, you have a car. Mm -hmm. For those of us who car have have a car, you have to regularly service it. You have to take out all the junk out of the engine. When they take up the junk of the oil, they change the oil, they change the filter, they change the spark plug. They, they do a whole full service to take up all the rubbish that have been built up in your car over that year, and then they put in a whole new thing. And when you go out and you drive the car, the car drives like it's brand new again. This is what fasting does. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Fasting brings you and into a closer fellowship with the Lord and mm -hmm. renews your sh strength. Fasting mm -hmm. also, when you draw closer to God, helps you in your decisions regarding the things mm -hmm. of God. 
Amen. Hallelujah. And it's also too important to understand that when you fast, you know what you're fasting for. Hmm? Because the Bible says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We, We fast to be closer to the God's will for us. Not for God to do our, our will. I remember when I was a young saint, a very young saint, and there were some sisters, and they invited me to a prayer meeting at some house in Hackney. And I went there, and one of the sisters said, she wants, the, she wants to call a fast and prayer. And she says she's fasting and praying for a brand new car. Yeah. So when she said she's fasting and praying for a brand new car, straight away, even though I was a young saint in the Lord, I was a new young Christian. I don't think I'd been saved more than a year. I knew straight away this can't be in the will of God. Why is she fast? Why is she saying she wants to fast and pray for just for a brand new car? And it wasn't for any other purpose than just that she has a brand new car and she can just drive up and down because she wasn't doing any missionary work. She wasn't doing yeah. any street evangelism. She wasn't doing anything yeah. else like that. She just wanted yeah. to um, have a fast and pray just for a material possession. Hmm? Uh-huh. That's, what she, that's uh-huh. what she wanted. But when you <laughs> fast and pray, it's to draw closer to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And to understand Amen. better his will for you. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the whole point of fasting and, and, yeah. and, and praying is to draw closer to God. Because when you get that empowerment from God, then in times like when the disciples met with this boy, if they had been fasting and praying, the unction of the Holy Spirit would have been much more powerful in them and when they would have commanded the, the deaf and dumb spirit to come out, the deaf and dumb spirit would have to obey. Hallelujah. Amen. The deaf and dumb Amen. spirit would have to obey. Yeah? But because they, they still were feeding their carnal, earthly nature. You see, the, 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 the deaf and dumb spirit is 100% spirit. So if, you're, if you are like more like 80%, 90%, 100% flesh, you're just filling your gut, you're filling your belly, you're watching your telly, you're doing your this, you're doing your that, and then suddenly a crisis happens, and it's on a spiritual, supernatural level. When you speak against that, when you speak against that, yes, you have the spiritual authority because you have the Holy Spirit in you, but you haven't been feeding the Holy Spirit in you. You haven't been fasting. You haven't been praying. You haven't been. You haven't been um, let allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. Hmm? So you suddenly like someone who has all the talent, all the potential to be a heavyweight boxing champion, but for five years you've never been sparring. For five years you've never been training. For five years you've been sitting down doing nothing. Then suddenly now a big uh, opponent comes to you to challenge you and now you, you're just going to hope that you can overcome him. That's what, um, that's why Jesus said, this kind comes forth out but by prayer and fasting. Now, hallelujah. Now there are 
benefits also, there's so many benefits which most of us agree to prayer. Prayer brings you into fellowship with God. Prayer sets your mind on the things of God. Oh, that's what prayer ought to do, to set your mind on the things of God. Thy will be done Boy. on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. And when you tarry in prayer, when you tarry in prayer and you spend time in prayer and you focus in prayer, you, there's no distractions. You separate yourself. You can, prayer can also usher you into the holy of holies. Hallelujah. To receive blessings, to receive God's protection, to receive God's power, to receive God's revelation, to receive illumination to receive restoration yeah. in all areas yeah. of not just even your life, but the lives of others who you touch. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise yeah. be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus Amen. said this time comes forth by, by nothing, hmm? nothing but by prayer and fasting. And fasting. Mm. That um, Martin Luther who was a reformist in the 15th century, said that there were three things that make a man of God. Supplication, which is prayer. Tribulation and meditation. Mm. Hallelujah. Supplication, tribulation and meditation mm. make you what you are in God, these three mm. things. But there were sometimes there were things that are in your life and conditions that are just plain stubborn, like this spirit that was in this boy. You know, this spirit that was in this boy was have been in this boy coming and going in this boy for years. Hmm? It was stubborn. Hmm? It, it was like nothing could work against it, against him. Yeah, nothing. It was de debilitating. It's wearisome. Mm -hmm. Just imagine how this boy's father, his family must have been feeling day after day. They don't know what they're gonna, what challenges are gonna face them. Some days he might be okay, and then other days, just as the father said, it will throw him in water, throw him in in fire. It will come try and tear him and tear him apart. Yeah. Uh -huh. Jesus came to this man and said, "If you believe, all things are." possible to them that believe hallelujah Amen. and i really love the man's answer you know when you go before the lord in prayer just go before the lord honestly don't hide nothing yes. you know just say to the lord if you feel weak tell the lord lord i feel weak Amen. if you feel like you can't pray say to the lord lord i feel like i can't pray Amen. don't don't come to the lord with any airs and graces because when Jesus spoke to this man, I believe, you know, the reason why Jesus spoke to the man is because the boy is underage. And the man, as his father, had the spiritual authority to speak and represent his son. Uh, yeah? Because in, in the spiritual, in the supernatural realm, there are laws. There are covenants. Yeah? There are ways things operate. And this boy, <clears throat> you know, there was a time when a, a woman from Canaan or Phoenician woman in other versions of the gospel came to Jesus for her daughter. 
she had the same problem. She said her daughter was demon possessed. Mm -hmm. She wasn't even she wasn't even a, a, a Jew. She was from Canaan or a Phoenicia, and she came to Jesus, representing her daughter. Her daughter wasn't even there with her, and she said to Jesus to heal, to speak a word, and heal her daughter. And Jesus said to her, "But he has come, but but to the to the house of Israel." And she said by faith, she reached out by faith and said, yes, but even the dogs eat the crumbs of the children's table. Now what Jesus meant to her was that he has been sent to the children of the house of Israel with the gospel message first. That's why God has a special um, dispensation for Israel. Yeah? He has a special... Um, dispensation for a message for Israel but when he, Jesus knew that after his transfiguration the message would be for the entire world mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but when this woman was coming to him before the time and so she came to him now and she said yes but the dogs eat the crumbs that fall mm -hmm. off the children's table and Jesus the word said marveled at this woman's faith that she can in, in her desperation, speak these words to her maker by faith to, to make the maker look at her situation and deal with it now as opposed to later. Hallelujah. She came to him desperately like saying, listen, <clears throat> I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but we need, we need an answer now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And the word said that Jesus spoke his word and said to her, Go, your daughter is healed. And when she went back to her home, her, the servants and the family that was there said to her, At such and such an hour, she was healed. And she remembered that that was the moment when Jesus spoke that word, hallelujah, of healing to the mother for her daughter. Praise God. So here we see Jesus speaking to the father of this son. And Jesus speaks to him and says, if you believe. So Jesus is saying to him, well, what faith do you, do you believe? Like, the, like that woman from Cana, she believed. Like many others have come, they believed. Like the woman with the issue of blood who believed if she just touched the hem of his garment, she believed. But this man was in a different place to them people. This man had been beaten down by the condition of his son. The man said to Jesus, the man cries to Jesus in verse 24, with tears in his eyes, Lord, I believe, help you my unbelief. Lord, I believe, help you with my unbelief. The man really and truly knew that even if he said, yes, I believe, he's just saying it. He, he knows that in his heart of hearts, he's been let down so many times. His hopes have been lifted up and been let down. His son is in the same condition, no progress. And he, he's been brought to a place where he'd almost given up 
mm. on any help coming regarding his situation with his son. Mm. It's why he said to Jesus, I believe, help you, my um." belief and that's why when you come before the lord just say to the lord how you feel say speak to jesus no no cares no branches just say to him exactly as it is this man said help you my unbelief so that's why you know i know jesus then said you know he speaks to the spirit and he charges it to come out and he commands it to enter no more into him which is very interesting. Hmm? Very, very interesting. All the other times when Jesus casts out um, spirits and Jesus casts out demons or Jesus healed, he never said to them, never come back. When he casts out them out of, the, 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 out of legion and thousands of demons out of the man that was mad amongst the tombs, he didn't command them not to come. He just told them to come out and go into the herd of pigs. But when this situation here with this man, and I believe that it's because of the level of unbelief, because there was another scripture in the Bible where Jesus says that when the when principalities, powers, forces of darkness are cast out of a man, they walk around in arid places yeah. until they get tired. And if the man is, if their faith of God, if the Spirit of God is not in that person, it comes back <clears throat> and makes that person's situation worse than it was in the beginning. And I believe that's why in this instance, Jesus knew the, the father's faith was at rock bottom and the son is a minor. He had to make sure that this one would never come back. And that's why he commanded it to never to come back. Hallelujah. And they have to do exactly what God tells them to do. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. You know, when Jesus speaks, he speaks with power and he speaks with authority. And when Jesus speaks into your situation with this power, with this authority, it's not about how loud you, you, you shout. And it's not about how long you do it. Hmm? I remember, I remember watching Revelation television many years ago, and there was a Pastor Sunday. His name's Pastor Sunday, Nigerian minister. He actually had one of the large, he had one of the largest um, Pentecostal evangelical churches in Russia, and he's a Nigerian. This was going back maybe uh, six, seven years ago. Um, he had it in Russia and in the Ukraine. It's pure Russians. He knew him and his missus um, with their with their church, and uh, he was sharing a testimony. And he was saying that he remembers once he went into a prayer meeting, and there was praying for this person who had, who had a sickness. Yeah, and he said there was shouting and carrying on and shouting and shouting and going on for hours with the person. Yeah, maybe in the same way as the disciples were with this boy's son before they met Jesus. They were shouting and carrying on and shouting at this foul spirit and nothing was changing at all in this person's situation. So he said he just took the person, sat the person on the chair and spoke just calm but authoritatively to the spirit to come out of the person and never to come back. 
And he said that was it. And he said the next day when he saw the person, the person was in their complete right frame of mind. They had been completely healed. Amen. So when you, you speak with that, 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 that power and authority, the word of God says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And you either believe that or you don't believe that. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It's similar to like, I remember I used this illustration. When you, when you know, I was, remember once I was driving down, driving down somewhere in London and the traffic lights were not working. So there was a, a very short policeman. The man must have been about five foot six. Very short, small policeman that was in the road. And he was commanding the traffic. He was stopping ones to the left and telling ones to the others to come across, stopping ones to the right, telling others to come across. He was in the middle of the road doing all of that. And everyone was following what this man was this policeman was doing. Why? Because he had the, the, the authority of the office that he covered as a policeman. Yes? So when we as when we are as as children of God, as as saints, we have the authority that God has given unto you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I remember that there was a man who was teaching once. And he said something. He said, Jesus Christ would rather spend four hours in prayer and 40 seconds with a foul spirit. Hear that? Four hours in prayer and 40 seconds with a foul spirit. Whereas at that point in the Bible, the disciples were spending 40 seconds in prayer and four hours with a foul spirit. Do you see the difference? It's important, as Jesus said here, to pray and to fast. Amen. Because you never know what crisis, what challenge can come out of nowhere in your life. Amen. Jesus said to Peter, I tell you, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. This is a promise to all the children of God. Because <clears throat> the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty true God, to the pulling down of strongholds, hallelujah, to the casting down of imagination, and of every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, hallelujah, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, hallelujah. Praise be to God. There, these things come forth by nothing but by prayer and by fasting. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. 
Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. These things come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. In a moment, I want us to, to lift up our voices and to pray in regards to any stubborn area of our lives, any stubborn problem that you may have. I want you to pray by faith as um, a corporate prayer and lift up that stubborn situation that's going on in your life. And we're going to pray and we're going to command it to come out of your life right now, today, at this time, Amen. in the name of Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Because, you know, Amen. the power of, when you have the power of Christ, if you think, if you, when you have, once you have the power of Christ, because what Jesus understood was this, when at that time the disciples were still more or less in the flesh, and when the man was crying out to Jesus for help, Jesus said, bring him to me. When we bring our problems to Jesus, hallelujah, there's going to be only one result. Praise be to God. When you have that problem and you can't deal with it yourself, it's been going on too long. You've been praying and praying about it, but it's just not shifting. Bring it to Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you to bring that problem today to the Lord God Almighty, that stubborn problem. It, it doesn't even have to be a physical problem. It could be an emotional problem. It could be problems in the relationships. It could be problems, financial problems. Amen? Yeah. But it's a stubborn problem, and it's getting you down, and it's causing you not to sleep. It's, called, it's robbing you of your peace. They are robbing you of your peace. Amen? We're going to speak to all of them today by prayer. And just as the man said, Lord, help me, I believe, help me, my unbelief. I'm not speaking right now saying to you to believe um, 100%. I'm just saying just give it to Jesus. Tell Jesus even if you know your faith isn't what it ought to be. Tell it to Jesus and he will deal with your problem. That's the mighty God that we serve. And speak Amen. with authority Amen. against any of these foul Hallelujah. situations that is tormenting areas of your life today in the Hallelujah. mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray Hallelujah. together. We're going to pray a united prayer right now. I'm going to lead the prayer. But we're going to pray a prayer right now. We're going to pray against all of these problems in your life. All I want you to pray against them. No one can hear me, even if you... You know, if your phone is on mute, that's that, that's fine. But if we can put, take it off mute, that would be even better. We're praying in agreement. We're praying. Um, but when we're all talking, as you know, no one can really hear what anyone else is saying. But we're going to just you, pray against all of these spirits, especially thank these strong men. Amen. Praise Amen. be to God. Thank Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We come, Heavenly Father, and we speak today in authority against all of these stubborn areas of our lives. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, Father God, you said you've given us the authority that what 
whatsoever I find on earth is bound in heaven, and whatsoever I lose on earth is loose in heaven. And Father God, as I pray, I now for every person today under the power and unction of the Holy Spirit. I speak to every strong man, every antichrist spirit, the spirit of pride, the spirit of fear, the spirit of rejection, the spirit of fear of rejection. I find them, I command them all to come out of the mind, the body, the soul every single day. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit attacking the body, attacking the the causing pain, causing blood pressure, weakness, diabetes, arthritis, swelling, nerves, you that's attacking the sense of memory, the body, because of anxiety and paranoia, I find you in the name of Jesus Christ, I isolate you, I command you to come out of the body, come out and never recover in the name of Jesus against every addiction, anger, all generational spirits, I come against you today, I curse generational spirits, I curse all 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 spirits, I curse all
We lose healing in your body, healing in the mind, healing in the organs, healing in the lungs, healings in the bladder, healings in the tissue, healing in the in the bones, healing in the waters, healing of the blood, healing of the brain. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing, healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. We shut every doorway the enemy has been used that has been used by the enemy against the children of God on this call. We shut every door now in the blood of with the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name, Lord. We thank you for what you have done, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to say the Lord's Prayer to close the, the service today. I've been led to just say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. And if any, if anybody, if you can hear me, if you can, if you can hear me, um, it's next week from Wednesday through to Friday. Now, when we do the uh, fasting and prayer, 
we I always say you're led to fast how you are led to fast by the Holy Spirit. So I don't I don't put any um, we have we have options like you can fast from nine nine a.m. to twelve p.m. or nine till three or nine till six or six till six or you can do twenty four hours. Um, you can do a hard fast, which is when you abstain from all food and drink, or you may want to just do what's called a soup fast or Daniel fast, where you have just juices and a light soup um, um, during that period of time. But the most important thing during the fasting, you know, I've, I've known from experience, you can fast for just three hours. During that, those three hours, the enemy, the flesh is going to want to eat to eat. When you when you're new to fasting and fasting and praying, your flesh is going to be really craving to eat, even if it's just three hours. Yeah. Um, the most important thing is that you spend time in the Word, that you can focus on God, and that you can put away the distractions. So I've known saints in uh, who have fasted that period of t- those periods of time, and they fasted their phone or they've fasted things that were dist- always distracting them from the word, like mm-hmm. their TV or the radio or their music, things like that. So they would fast those things, and they've had more powerful breakthroughs and answers to prayers because God who sees and knows everything knows that you made that sacrifice to draw closer to him at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I encourage if you want to know more about it or you want more information, I do have a little PDF. It's just got a broad outline about it. I can WhatsApp it to you or email it to you. Just email myself. If you don't have my number directly, just message whoever your contact is with our fellowship and they will get the details over to you. But the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord you. Okay. So the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. And I just pray that you have a blessed week and, you know, just keep your eyes onto the Lord. Amen. God bless you, Wilson. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. 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 Bye.